0: Hey there, my name is Samantha, and you're listening to the Lifestyle Listener Podcast. In this podcast, you'll get some lifestyle tips, healthy living advice, and a place to discuss real issues affecting real people. I am an integrative nutrition health coach, a mother of two, and a wife. So believe me when I say, trying to find balance is a constant work in progress. So thanks so much for stopping by, and I hope that you get some great, healthy living advice to keep you on your own wellness goals. Welcome. Hope you guys are having a great day. Jessica and yeah. I are sitting here chatting about life and just some really just good
1: quality issues that we see. Um, yeah, we were... We were just talking, and we said we need to record this because this, we're spitting diamonds here, <laughs> and everybody <laughs> needs to know what, we're thinking. what we're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we haven't we haven't caught up for a couple of weeks because we've been busy with travel and other things. But um, it's a it's a rainy day here in Cape, and people could say. Oh, it's a rainy day, but I tell you what, it's spring and it's just gorgeous out with all of the bright greens and mm-hmm. it's um, pretty. Yeah. trees are
0: opening up. Summer is just around the corner. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it's the positive thing. The rain can be positive. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, Jessica and I were talking and, and she brought up some really good points. We were, we were just discussing um, this idea that, you know, of, of health. Um, I was telling her about a lady who is a CEO of a major corporation that runs tires um, and she's, you know, lives in Europe, but she's this female triathlon and she is a powerhouse. Um, She's in her sixties and she's very successful um, both in in the office and in her, her physical fitness. And and there's the cat. Um, (laughs) And anyway, the the topic got started with um, you know what what does the income level have to be for an individual to be able to reach a goal like becoming a, a triathlon athlete but also to hold down a steady job and maybe she's got kids and a family and you know, where, where are those boundaries lying? Yeah. And then, you know, and and that kind of started flowing into other things of, of you know, life and, and
1: greed, greed and, and, yeah, and trying yeah. to
0: keep up with the next person. And, and so, yeah,
1: we were talking about some documentaries that we had watched. And anyway, we'll get into all that. But it just really struck me because she's talking about this woman that runs these Ironmans. And you know, if you don't know what the Ironman is, it is a very grueling race where only a very small percentage of individuals get into it. So I think you have to like swim a mile or more. Three miles. Yeah, something. And you have to run a marathon and then you bike um, a lot of miles as well. So I don't know. You can look it up. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's a very, it's something you train for, for a long, long time, I'd say upwards of a year just to be able to do it. And so, uh, I don't, I don't really know. I, I I do know people that have done the Ironman, but I don't know anybody that's, that's done something like that or, or whenever I look out into some of the podcasts that we're doing or into the, um, just into, into, uh, are groups of people and whatnot, uh, the people that are kind of in the mo- the best shape and they're eating the organics and the right foods and they understand what health is. Mm-hmm. You know, they tend to be more of the affluent type. And um, And we were talking about how is being in shape and healthy, is that a luxury? Yeah.
0: Is that like part of the social class system right i mean and that's one of the things that i was telling jessica if you've not seen the forks overnight documentary you should really check it out um it's very eye-opening but and i i was just also saying that you know when when you watch documentaries you always have to take things with a grain of salt because um they can be overwhelming at times and then you it makes you want to go and like completely clean your house out or clean your food and and you have to stop and be like, okay, no, this is an education. This makes me a sharp and more astute shopper when it comes to, you know, my family, and my family's health. Um, is it the end all be all cure all? No, but it's just about educating yourself, and um, being a smart consumer. So, um, that in mind, when you watch something like Forks Over Knives or what she was talking about, the greed and, um, but what I was saying in this documentary, it was talking about this family and there was a lower income family in California and how it was cheaper for them to feed their family of five through the Burger King drive through than it was for them to go to Walmart and buy fresh produce or vegetables and, and a meat. And I'm not talking organic, free range, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking basic you you know, just normal vegetables, nothing with a fancy label on it right. and that it was cheaper for them to go to the fast food line and eat the unhealthy food, um, based on their budget than it was for them to eat, to try and eat healthy. And so that's where, you know, we were talking about where, where is it that, you know, being healthy and, and being in shape and having longevity to your life comes at a, a dollar right. sign.
1: Right comes that you can only be healthy if you have the you know expendable income to make the necessary adjustments and you know anybody that is in the health arena will tell you that you know when you go to a grocery store you need to stay on the outsides of the grocery store so that's going to mean like your produce section your meats and your seafood and. Um, any of the dairy right and that if you go down the aisles all of that is is processed junk just uh, you know Mm -hmm. and and even like you know cans of tomatoes unless they are bpa free you know you could be eating something with cancer in it and so you know you can't even really trust that necessarily right and Mm -hmm. then and then you can look at like the frozen foods and you say well those are all wrapped in plastic and then they want you to steam it in the plastic bag and you know again there's you know potential carcinogens in those so Mm -hmm. ideally you want to stick to everything around the outsides of the aisles however uh you know a box of mac and cheese is like I think like 87 cents Yeah, and an apple, a non-organic regular apple is probably, you know, a pound of apples for, I don't know. Five or four, $4 maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Depending on the brand and store and where you live. Yeah. So I think like in a box of Mac and cheese, there's maybe four servings. So you could feed four servings of that versus one or two apples. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the choice it, it, that leaves a, a family that's on a very strict budget without a choice at all yeah. there's no choice there you have to feed your family mm-hmm. um, and I don't see out in out in our in, in the us anyway I don't see a lot of programs that are you know, working to provide families with fresher produce. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that there are some things like community gardens yes. being started. Yeah. And, um, and we
0: see that a lot in the, in the bigger cities. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and to go off of that, I feel like, um, you know, the, that was one of the things that they were talking about in my coaching program when I was um, doing classes is, you know, how, how do you work with clients who, can't always buy organic can't always buy the high-end stuff and it's it's like it's more important you know for them to try and just learn and retrain their taste buds to eat healthier as opposed to you know doing the box mac and cheese but you know and a lot of times if people like wick you know if they have that then there are certain brands of mac i mean that's what they're going to buy right with the money that they have because that's what they can afford and so it's also like how does your how do government programs and subsidies also compensate for the health of the people that utilize mm-hmm. them?
1: Yeah. And I was I was listening to a podcast um, by Glenn Livingston, and he is the podcast of never binge again. I, I just love his his stuff. But anyway, he was talking about a research study that was done that was. Um, that, you know, your brain has to make all uh, lots of decisions every single day. And they did a study that people that have um, less income and less resources end up having to make more decisions typically than a person that does have more disposable income, because they have to be thinking about every single dollar. Maybe mm-hmm. at the grocery store, can I afford this? Can I not? Their car breaks down. How am I going to, you know, get to work? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so um, the the research was around why do people? They tend to. It looks like people that uh, have less less money make poor choices when it comes to smoking and drinking and eating bad food and all this kind of stuff. And it showed that the more and more um, decisions you have to make over the day creates more and more stress. And with more and more stress, no matter if you are in an affluent uh, household or a non-influent household, you start to make poor decisions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you even though I'm sure there's not a person out there that doesn't know that, that you know, uh, cigarettes cause cancer, right? And don't know that. I mean, Marlboros are five dollars a pack, right? It's crazy. Oh, yeah, you well, know, I mean, you people, some people smoke a pack a day, right?
0: If you a carton of cigarettes. Um, will cost you, I mean, probably up to fifty bucks. Oh, upwards 80. Of, yeah. I yeah.
1: mean it's I know, it's, I know, I sell them. Yes. Yeah, they're like exactly, upwards yeah. of fifty bucks. And so So fifty bucks a week, I mean you, you know, that's that. two hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but again, I mean there is an addictions issue with, with uh mm-hmm. smoking and smoking and drinking are, you know, some of the hardest addictions they say to Quit Because they are kind of socially still acceptable, not so much the smoking as the drinking is. But regardless, um, you know, you start to make bad decisions Mm -hmm. as you get more and more stressed out. So again, you know, that is a that's another another you know, iron in the fire that you have to, you have to consider is there's no disposable income and, you know, they're really stressed out and, you know, making poor decisions because they're stressed out, you know, and, and there's, and people do that no matter where they're at, you know, they just, I think I make poor decisions all the time when I actually, I know I make poor decisions (laughs) all the time when I get stressed out, you know, um, So there's just a lot of things going against, uh, a very, very large group of, of our society. Yeah. You know, I I mean, how can we as a society help all of us together, help each other? Mm -hmm. Um, because the, the, um, we're getting sicker. Right us as a society is getting yeah. sicker. There's just no doubt about right. it, you know? Well,
0: and if you think about, you know, the majority of products that come from China, um, in the Eastern countries, because they can make it over there cheaper. I just watched a documentary called stink, um, on Netflix. And that talks about like a lot of the synthetic chemicals and things that are in clothing and perfumes. And I mean, high-end perfumes like yeah. Chanel number no. five. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you think cause you're buying a high-end brand and it's going to be better. Yeah. And it's not, I yeah. mean, even some of the high end cleaners that, you know, you have to, it's just, you have to be a label reader, but also even if you're a good label reader, there are still things that are unbeknownst to us oh, for sure. as a consumer Because these companies are coming in and they're and they're giving their products from other countries that aren't regulated and they're throwing it because it's cheaper. Mm
1: -hmm. It's more
0: economical because, you know, our our life has become more expensive in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Goods and services are more expensive than they were 50 years ago.
1: Absolutely. And
0: that in turn also has an effect on what our health is. Mm -hmm. And I think a challenge is, especially for someone who um, does what I do, is how do you help someone? Overcome that and find their balance. Yeah, you know. Or what are the decisions that a person can make in life um, to to help overcome those challenges? And I think a lot of that actually comes down to prioritizing. You know, having to figure out what is your budget, what can you spend on, what is the most important. I mean, and that's not even including you know medications that people are on Mm -hmm. that that are having to take medicines to overcome the ailments that they have because of either the foods that they eat or the lifestyle that they lead. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's not even something that a big government can, can take care of. I think a lot of it has to start at the grassroots level with just education, proactive um, consumers. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, just spreading the word out about that. I think that's what these documentaries do try and do. Um, and there's this, there's a fear factor to them. Of course, there always isn't anything like that. It's, it's media. Yeah. There's fear factor in any kind of media. Um, and so, you know, I, I, and, and it can scare me. I mean, I start watching them and then my head starts spinning. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? I need to go throw out all my cleaners, yeah. you know, and, and I'm, I'm looking at the labels and I'm, but then you think, you know, I've already spent money on something that, you know, let's just use it all up. And it you know, well, is that safe. I mean, I've got carcinogens floating all over my kitchen floor. Great, right? You yeah. know, it's, it can be overwhelming. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I don't really have the right answer for any of that.
1: No. And I think, you know, anybody has has to take control of of what they can control Mm -hmm. right I think that they're I don't I don't want to say we're under attack no (laughs) because I think that seems a little uh like um victim ish, but I think that we that that companies are trying to sell us goods Mm -hmm. and they're trying to sell them at as cheap as they can for as much profit. And I do believe that there are certain groups of individuals that seem to be uh, targeted more Mm -hmm. than others, you know, and, and I think that, um, you know, it's just good to be aware of that and, and do the best you can, because, you know, one of the things that, is very, very inexpensive um, is to actually plant your own garden. Oh, yeah. And so there are, in the 60s, people in cities would actually – um, on their brownstones, they had that little bit of grass mm-hmm. out front. Well, instead of actually having it mowed, they would just plant their own garden. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't even know if that's still allowed to print, plant a garden in your front yard or whatnot. I don't know. They
0: probably have, you know, yeah. regulations right. now. But
1: if you can get a potted plant and plant some tomatoes, you know, and mm-hmm. and um, I love okra. And okra is super simple to to grow. But you can get some pots and, and grow some pretty easy things and you'll have quite a few vegetables, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, you can do things like that and take charge of your, of your life. Yeah. um, That would get you out of having to go down the middle aisles all the time. Yeah,
0: that is. And then too, I mean, of course there's always farmer's markets. Yeah. Those are so much so cheap. Yeah. And you can get your vegetables cheap there. um, And, and then, you know, like where we live in the Midwest, you know, we have seasons. So farmer's markets are not, all year round um, and our vegetable gardens and stuff don't all year round. And I've, I mean, and I've tried to do vegetable gardening. I also think there's a flip side to that, you know, just to play devil's advocate to the art argument is, well, vegetable gardening takes time.
1: Yeah.
0: What if you work at two jobs? Yeah. You know, you're going to have time to plant the garden and take care of it and feed it and weed it and do it. And then you yeah. got to buy the the fertilizers or non-fertilizers or organic soil. And, um, and so, you know, it's just, it again, it's just that you know, going on either side of the coin. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think that the, maybe, maybe the answer is, you know, you take it per family Maybe you and, and see what works for that family. Yeah. What's the most economical thing that they can do to try and be as healthy as they can. I know a lot of people now are making their own soaps and making yeah. their own detergents and, yeah. and the DIY stuff. And that's, you know, and I think that's great. And it's actually one way to do it. It just, it's time. Yeah. So, you know, and and buying the supplies, but sometimes you can get a discount if you buy in bulk. And
1: yeah. And you're exhausted by the end of the day. Right. You're yeah. tired. Yeah. The yeah. last thing
0: you want to do is go make a big yeah. old batch of laundry detergent. Right.
1: And, and I think that, lawn, for me personally, anyway, laundry detergent is down on list. 1,001 yeah. for me to make it right. Exactly. Personally, that's just not, not my no, thing. It's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but, <laughs> um, and maybe, people. maybe it will, maybe it will make its way up next year. I don't yeah. know, but there are, uh, y- you're right. There's a, there's two sides of the coin and one side of the coin is I'm too tired to take action. Mm-hmm. And the other side of the coin is I can do a little something. Yeah. I can plant one tomato bush, you know, and and hope for, you know, that to survive, you know, and, and one tomato bush in a planter and, and a potted plant is is not near as much as going uh you know a four by four section out in your yard. Right. So starting small like that because you know it's hard to but you really I would advocate that to sit down And think about what you're really deciding to give up that day, Mm -hmm. because you could be deciding to give up an an extra decade of life by saying, I'm too tired to make the healthier choices, you know, to put in the extra effort. Um, you know, I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not in a situation where I can just go buy whatever I want. I need to go every Saturday to the farmer's market because that's where the produce is the cheapest. I ideally the che- you know, I should be trying to grow some of these my th- myself because it's practically free. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you willing to give that effort right. to to hopefully provide longevity to hopefully provide a better life with, you know, a a longer and better life, a healthier life, a funner life, Uh, you know, even, even uh, truly health, like eating fresh fruits and vegetables leads to more energy, you know? And so could you actually then turn around and and work more? Could you go back to school? Could you be making more money? You know, Mm -hmm. would that translate into uh, a better life, overall right like, just by being a healthier individual not having to put money towards uh, pharmaceuticals those kinds of things so I think that there's a lot of dynamics to think about besides oh yeah I'm supposed to eat healthy right you know there's so yeah. many there's things more to
0: that I mean it's an onion I mean it really is there's yeah. a lot of different layers to it yeah, yeah. and
1: and what I really like about the integrative nutrition coaching is that, you know, starting at those primary foods and starting at those goals and talking about, you know, not just, okay, I need to change my diet. I need to exercise more, but let's, let's take those layers of the onion Mm -hmm. and peel them back and find out like, what do you really want to achieve with your life? You know, long, long term, we're going to do this for six months, but What would you ideally, let's do, let's do blue sky. What would you like your day in your life to look like? Mm -hmm. And hopefully that can get a person down into, you know, writing goals that are a little bit, uh, you know, larger and expanded than, you know, Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. right Well, what does that mean to you? Right.
0: What does losing 10 pounds? Does that mean you're going to, feel better and it can go play with your kids. or does it mean you're going to get into that favorite outfit or right. pair of jeans that you've been wanting right. to get into. Or to does get it, yeah. yeah or, or does it mean like you've got your own self validation that hey, right. I can do this. I, I'm, I'm back, you know, or are you trying to compare yourself to the people around you? Right. I mean, there's a, right. there's everybody has their own reasons for, for the health issues that they, they struggle with. Right. Um, and it's, it is, it's just trying to get that client to get that person to understand their inner self hmm. Because once you can tap into that and and discover it and know what it is that you truly do want, then it's easier for you to strive for the goals and stick with the goals. Yeah. Um, you're not just floundering out there. Right. You know? It's 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 more than just say, oh, I'm just, I just want to be 10 pounds lighter.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, Why? Right. And if it's because you want to probably impress somebody else, it's probably not going to stick. Yeah, it's really going to stick. Yeah, because I don't think that that, you know, I, I mean, that's part of you know, I want to look better to others. You know, I have, I have external validation that I need to fill. That's we not, all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it goes deeper than that. It does. Um, and we were, that had kind of led us into the next thing that we were talking about, which is I watched this movie of, or this documentary about greed. It's on Amazon prime and I don't remember it, but it's this photographer that her whole life has been dedicated to, um, taking pictures Uh, all over the world. She worked for national geographic and basically about, about greed and, um, money and what's that mean to us and how, you know, in the seventies, a lot of it was just like looking to your neighbor left and right. And the keeping up with the Joneses type of thing was really, um, constricted or restricted to just your maybe geographical area. And again, maybe just even your neighborhood. And that really goes back to the way that whenever we were um, in survival mode, you know, way back when we were, you know, in the paleolithic era and that kind of thing, it was, you know, do I have enough acorns? Do I have enough berries? You know, can I survive the winter? And the idea was like, if I have more than my neighbor, if I have more than somebody else, I'm more likely to survive than the next person. So it's very biological. It's very yeah. much driven within us. But now that we're in this reality TV world, and I'll use the Kardashians as the example, um, even like MTV and music videos and all that stuff had create has really come into our lives, and no longer are we looking to our neighbors left and right as are we competitive and are we you know have more or whatnot. We are actually looking to the Kardashians and we're like, I want that $250,000 car. I should have that, you know, and it's driving this greed and it's driving um, us to be bankrupt all the time and to be, yeah, yeah. And bankrupt, not only financially, but emotionally and mentally, because Mm -hmm. those things are not really fulfilling. Again, getting back to like losing 10 pounds to show somebody else that you look good is not a fulfilling you know, um, reason compared to, I want to play with my kids. Right. Um, right. And so we were just kind of talking about how that is in our neighborhood. How it that's is. A, it's in our. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just in the town that we live. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter where you go, big city, small town. It's, it, it's all at various scales. Yeah. Um, and you have to, I was just telling Jessica, you know, my, the way that, you know, my husband and I try and operate and, and, you have to really like sit down and think about things and, but, you know, and, 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 we've been, you know, trying to be more mindful on how we personally budget and, and just, you know, just what, what's what you do for mm-hmm. your family. Um, but it's, you know, listening to that, I'm like, gosh, now I'm going to go watch the documentary. <laughs> yeah, you should. I, it's, yeah, it's it different. sounds interesting because, you know, you, because we do see it. And yeah. then as, as raising kids, it's trying to make sure like we're not trying to set a mindset yeah. for our children, especially, you know, I mean, my daughter's getting older and my son is too. And I, I, I don't want them growing up thinking that, you know, the world is, is like, that. I don't know. I just, it's trying to set different priorities. I think or just being mindful and, yes, um, and I know they even did budget sections in our, um, courses, you know, learning how to budget yourself, how to, because it's easy to get swept up and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, like advertising, you're making everything look glamorous and beautiful and Ooh, ooh, I want that. I want that. And so, I mean, it's, it's learning how to go by your budget based on what your family's income is and and what's coming in versus what needs to go out and where does it need to go out and also figuring out in that budget where the priorities are yeah
1: um, and so. and i don't know why i mean i get caught up as well i don't know why that looks good <laughs> you know why mm-hmm. why a materialistic i'll call it materialistic but you know a materialistic lifestyle looks good like you know i'll see i remember w- when we were up in st louis and there was this my my son had become friends with this other Uh, little boy and his, his parents were very wealthy and she was wearing like Prada shoes and all this. And I mean, I had to really check myself because I, I can't afford Prada shoes, you know? And um, if I wanted to, I guess I could, you know, I could, I could make choices to save up and buy them and, you know, wear them everywhere, I guess. (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, I had to really, cause I had never really had a, a, a friend to be honest that had that kind of disposable income and so right. i had to really take myself out of it mm-hmm. bring myself back remember like what's important and so it's easy for me to get swept up in that and for to some reason wanna be there and I don't even understand it. I don't really know why that matters. I guess again it goes back to the biological reasons of being comparing yourself and wanting mm-hmm. to either equal or more. Uh but I remember on that that movie, that documentary, they had this little girl. You remember that toddlers in Tierra show? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, and oh. so she's interviewing oh She's interviewing this little toddler that is like one of the girls on there, and she says, "What do you want to do at this pageant?" And she's like, "Well I want to win and you know this little like five year old's got a gobs of makeup on and all this, and she's like, and her mom's sitting beside her and mm-hmm. she's like, "Well, why do you want to win?" She says, "I want to win the money oh my God and she said <laughs> i and she's you know five years I love yeah. I love money, money money, and she's like, well, what are you gonna do with it?" she's like I'll spend it on whatever I want and kiss it. And her mom's sitting there like shaking her head like that's exactly yeah. right. You so know? obviously
0: it's coming from, you know, the
1: yeah. parent. Yeah. I mean, what five-year-old is going to wake up
0: one day and automatically have that in yeah. their brain? It's not. They, they see our kids see what it is that sure. we do and how we talk and i guess that's again why i was reiterating like trying to be mindful as a parent yes to know you know how how do i act accordingly in front of my kids yeah what do i talk about or how you know and and i mean that even goes with just kids knowing labels yeah you know it's it's it, there's something awesome about being able to to go out with your child and and shop at you know no in a no brand name type of thing and just and then, and it's okay. Like it's yeah. either not being like, Oh, I don't want that shirt. Cause it's not X, Y, and Z brand, you right. know, but they're not having that. So it, and it, it's just the nature of the beast. So, I mean, it, I don't, it's tough. I mean, we live in a, we live in a consumeristic society. So, um, I don't know. It's a tough call. It really is. Uh, yeah. It's food for thought for sure. I mean, I wish if you guys want to comment or anything um, in the notes, your own thoughts on this topic, we'd love to hear about it because, um, I don't know, I just think there's just a lot of information that we could,
1: we could cover on that. Absolutely. So, Yeah, I was, um, you know, you were talking about children and how hard it is, and I find it very hard. Every day because, you know, thinking about that little toddlers and tear girls, I was, I was like, oh gosh, I hope I'm not uh, raising a child that's like that. But, you know, my kids will ask for a lot of things and um, it's easier to say yes. Than it is to say no obviously Mm -hmm. and there's a couple of things to that a lot of times I say no and they say well well can we get it next time and I say yes and of course next time never happens right Um, yeah (laughs) and I kind of forget but I question whether because that's just an easy way out for me right no but we can get it next time yeah you know is that okay to say that or is that still setting up a we can get what we want mentality because if I say no and they say, can we get it next time? And I say, no, we don't really need that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like a five or 10 minute conversation that never ends. And so I'm just (laughs) taking the easy way out, you know? Um, And then, you know, they'll say, well, can you buy it on Amazon? I'll say, yeah. And then they'll, I'm like, oh, I don't know why it hasn't come in yet, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It still hasn't arrived, I you know? know. And then I they find, know.
0: yeah. yeah. Then they get distracted, <laughs> and that's, I mean, and I'm dealing with that with our daughter right now because, um, you know, she's she's 11 and she's getting into that age of, and and she loves to shop. Now she doesn't buy. She doesn't go just to buy. She just likes to like wander yeah. around and pick up things and look at them. But she, then she, but then all of a sudden she will like look at the price, so maybe I'm doing something where I should be like, oh, that's like 20 bucks, I don't want to buy that, you know, and oh, wow. I'm thinking, yeah, that's right, you don't want to buy that, because I'm not buying that yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so, you know, it's trying to, like, guide her in that mindset that she has, but then all this, but then she, on the flip side, she'll want to go to, like, the dollar bin and mm-hmm. store and then buy a bunch of crap. Junk. And I told her one time, you know, I said, Annabelle, you know, why, why are you wanting to go and spend, say, say $10 on a bunch of dollar bin stuff that you're probably going to get tired of in a day or mm-hmm. it's going to break and you have to throw it away or, you know, you're just something and instead of, you know, saying maybe save that up and then put it towards something that is really meaningful mm-hmm. for you or really useful for you that you, that you want, you know, because yeah. I mean, everybody has wants right? and it's just figuring out, you know, how to, what what priority do you want? How can you afford this versus that? And and so like trying to teach her how to do that. But I I do I have that conversation with her all and it's exhausting. Yeah because I do when she's and especially with our son and he's he's just at a hard age, you know, he's seven and it's he doesn't understand everything. And girls and boys are so different anyway um in their maturity factor. Mm-hmm. And so um you know it's like having the conversation having happening with my son is like pulling my fingernails out versus mm-hmm. talking with my daughter, who she's like, yeah, okay, I get it, you know. And and my son's like, no, I just want it. Why can't I have it? And, right. And, you know. And yes. then and then it makes me more up to not even want it. Like then I'm like, well, I have no way. How <laughs> am I gonna get that for you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I had Holden this morning.
1: He's six years old, and he likes to get into my jewelry box, and he loves shiny things. And so he wanted to take this ring to school well the ring's fake but regardless I don't really want him taking my stuff No, and because he loses it you know and and, and it wouldn't be it was very immaterial but I I just did I said no and it's my stuff and and the poor kid started crying he just (laughs) really you know he was dealing with a lot of emotions about this ring because he really wanted to show his friends and so Then we, you know, he said, well, I said, you know, this is my stuff and Mm there's some things that are just mine Mm -hmm. because they bought me jewelry for Christmas Yeah, and they decided that we were sharing that gift. So I got it half the time and they got it the other half, you know, (laughs) so, you know, that's fine, whatever, whatever, you know, but, but some things are just mine. Right. And the things in my jewelry box are just mine. Yes. And he doesn't understand that. And so he was like, well, can we get can we get a ring for me? Can we go get one? And I said, yeah, you know, we can get one. Well, can we do it today? Probably not today. Can we do it tomorrow? And I'm like. Sure, buddy. You know, and again, it's <laughs> sure. one of those things that I'm like, yeah. Did I say the right thing? Because I don't know. Am I setting him up for thinking he can get whatever he wants all the time? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's even that big of a deal. But uh, well, no, because it's
0: parenting. I, I just mean, question.
1: That- I just question while I'm raising some like really um, spoiled yeah. kids. To no. be honest,
0: and I think too, it's because of of the world that we live in and and, you know, they're, they're surrounded by other people and parents parent their kids different than you do. And, and so, you know, you, you're already trying to, to fight that, you know, and, and, and I'm not saying that in negative. I mean, we, we all, I mean, that's just being parents. that's just people living in a country, living in a society. You, you're, it's just the way, you know, you want to teach your kids about money and, and income and saving and, And no, I mean there's no right. I mean, you you know, parenting itself is a day at the time kind of (laughs) a task, especially when you have young kids. You're just taking it one day at the time and you just and you're not always gonna have the right answers and you're not always gonna do the right thing, and but you're not gonna screw your kid up because you care. The point is you're present, you're there, you're interacting you know, you're taking the time to even have a conversation with him. Yeah. You're not just automatically handing him what he wants and then telling him to go. That's true. So I, you have to give yourself a little bit of kudos on the fact that you are at least engaging as a parent yeah. and don't, and don't worry about yeah. whether or not what you're doing. Cause yeah. I do the same thing. I mean, it's like deciding, I remember putting our daughter in, in kindergarten trying to decide where she's going to go to school. Cause we had great choices. It was just trying to find the right fit for her as a human being. Yeah. And where we wanted her to, to be. And I felt like I was making her lifelong decisions. Where she's going to go to college. What kind of job will she end up having? What kind of career path? Will she get married? I mean, and I'm like, it's kindergarten. Yeah. You know, but you get as a parent. If you're, you know, really it's just being a proactive parent. Those are the things you worry about.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, even today, you know, I was right. Ra- it was pouring down rain. And so I'm racing to school because I want to, I, I want, I almost, of the time, I walk my kids in. Yes. But if it's raining, I told them that they had to go through the pickup. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, I am not getting out of the car. No, I completely understand. we made it to pickup and – our drop off, sorry, drop off. And, you know, my four-year-old begrudgingly gets out of the car. But – my six-year-old refuses to get out, get out of the car, and there's cars piling up behind me, and it's pouring down rain. And now Harry's melting down on the on the ground, and my six-year-old's <laughs> not getting out of the car, and I'm getting soaked anyway. And finally, another mother came over, and she and with my four-year-old, she just she was holding an umbrella, and with one arm, she just picked him up <laughs> and was like, "I got him, mom." So I was so thankful for her. And then I put I went and parked the car and. Walk the freaking kids in. And <laughs> I'm like, so now I've just taught them that they can just, you know, harangue the whole situation and just wait me out and I will do whatever they want. And I, like you said, I'm yeah. thinking I can just see my 40 year old you know, know. <laughs> with his potential, you know, wife and, and you know, I'm walking in crea- this office building. <laughs> yeah, I'm creating a monster. I'm crea- But you have to take it day by day yeah. and you have to just say that, like, you know, because, you know, of course, then I kind of, you know, you know, kind of got on to him and I was like, you know, you are six years old, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this could not be going on anymore. And Is it what it, it was just sprinkling and now it's pouring. You yes. could have been inside, you know, yeah. he's like, well, I don't like to walk in alone. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. (laughs) one succinct sentence is all I need to tell you. So
0: here's what you do now is tonight when he comes home, you say, hey, okay, so that little debacle of you not getting out of the car and then you telling me, I don't like to walk in alone. Okay, why don't you like to walk in alone? What is it about that that frightens you? What can we do to help you overcome that? So that way the next time we don't have a situation where the cars are piling up and yeah. the rain is pouring and am getting mad at you and yeah. you're just being bullheaded, you Perfect.
1: know, yes, That's, I do need to have that. Yeah. Follow conversation. Just follow
0: up with the conversation. Yes. I have learned that is just trial and error parenting from my kids. Um, especially with my daughter, I feel like she's given me some really great lessons on how to, But of course, my son's different and it doesn't work for him. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like what works for her does not work for him.
1: I mean, my four year old didn't even know not getting out of the car and not walking in. Was an option until right. his big bro oh, yeah. decided yeah. to. Cut, like, <laughs> yeah, they come. like work together yeah. to screw
0: up the system. Like, why <laughs> didn't you just do what I told you? Yeah, you know? you're always gonna have one. It's, yes. yeah. Yes. And and that's just yeah. So I would I would just follow up and have that conversation with him tonight.
1: Like, yeah, I will. Why? I will.
0: Why? What, what scares you about that?
1: I was so thankful for that woman though, that helped yeah. me out. I it mean, takes a
0: village with raising kids. That it really does. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> and I've had, on the other hand, I've had. Uh, I've had this one individual that parents me constantly. Like the other day I was at school and I asked Holden and Harry to get their bags and uh, get back. It was, it was pickup, get, get your bags and get in the car. And so they ran out and I said, no, 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 come back and get your bags. And so the youngest one of course did it. And the oldest one, Was, you know, walking about, you know, snail's pace to get back in his bag. And so I got down and I was helping put all of his stuff into his backpack. And here is a mother that says, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't be putting that stuff in his backpack. You shouldn't make him do that.
0: Oh, my. He got mom shamed. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, (laughs) whoa. See, I don't do that to mothers. because You know what? We're all in this boat together. And I'm not going to tell you how to parent your kid. And if you want to put this stuff in the backpack because you got to be somewhere in 20 yeah. minutes and it's going to be quicker, then go right ahead. I it mean, was just yeah. yeah. I and, would not do that. Oh. But and
1: she wasn't mom shaming me from her po- perspective. I she, don't believe. Yeah. At least maybe I'm giving her. I know. I know, I know her that. as an individual, and I know that she felt like she was helping. Yeah. You know, being supportive. Yeah. But you know, it wasn't. So then I feel like now I have someone stand. I'm, I'm on the ground, picking things up on my hands and knees. (laughs) She's standing over me. I'm like, I just, you know, at the time I didn't know what to say. And I wish I would have, you know, just politely said you know i can handle this yeah you know? like, like, I got this, mom. yeah i got this yeah, like I got this. you I know my
0: kids i know and yeah. that's the thing too like parents know their children better than anybody so who am i to tell some other mom that they do or don't need to put the stuff in the kid's backpack or yeah. to I mean, I, you know, I mean, do I see some parents do things that maybe I wouldn't do? Sure. But that doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's just not the way I would do
1: it. Right. And that's what I I felt like. Now somebody's watching me parent and judging my parenting and it felt very uncomfortable. And, you know, of course made me question the, you know, what I'm doing. Cause I already know that I'm not doing a whole heck of a thing like, things right right but i know i'm doing some things right i'm just right. not sure which ones those are yet always, <laughs> that always, will come out in yeah. you know, 30 years
0: and it's kind of the old saying is when someone looks at like are your kids healthy are yeah. your kids alive? Are they loved? Are yeah. they taken care of? Do they do they you know do you hug on them? I mean, yeah. if you can answer those questions with a yes and a thumbs up, then yeah. you're doing something right as a parent. Yeah, we're all not going to get it right 100 yeah. of the I time. I
1: mean, this morning I already questioned if I handled the ring situation correctly. I've already questioned whether I handled the drop off correctly. Now you know I'm questioning now if I'm if I'm handling the pickup correctly, and somebody is telling me is validating that I should be worried about. That because I'm clearly not doing it the right way. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, that's just how that person would
0: do it, and yeah, not how you would do yeah, it. And so, that's okay. Oh my gosh. It, and I, I get it. I mean, because I'm constantly, and I think you have to look at it as you know, look at how other people parent their kids, and maybe you know, take away what you feel could be useful in your situation, Absolutely. and the rest of it, you just have to let it go. Yeah. And I think a lot of that stems down from just knowing yourself and and you know knowing who you are in the core and the yeah. inside because it, it does help you kind of handle and that's human nature I mean every every parent is going to have that what if that little voice on the back of your mind saying like oh man you were totally screwing this up like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you did that one wrong yeah. way to go ace you know I mean it's yeah.
1: so I mean we're yeah. just yeah I'm not gonna I am not going to be mother of the year ever. And I work really, I'll admit, I'm kind of bare minimum parenting. Like I am not one of those that gets them dressed up on Easter with their outfits and takes pictures. And, you know, my, my kid was wearing, you know, truck pajama top. And I think like, you know, a Halloween pajama bottom and ran (laughs) out and and got some Easter eggs.
0: Here's the thing. Did he dress himself?
1: Well he you yeah, it was what he slept in. Yeah, so, but did he
0: put his pajamas on? Himself?
1: I don't know. That was probably I probably did. Oh, okay. Cause Cause I don't I, I don't I care said, if they match either. Because
0: my thing is, you know, if my kids are dressing themselves and able to make that own decision on their own and it, so yeah, it may not match perfectly, but I really don't care. I'm not out to win some fashion shows. I just want the kid to understand I can pick my own clothes out and yeah. I can button a button and do a zipper yeah, and yeah. do things on my own and create their own independence. Yeah. I mean sometimes, you know, I've had I've I mean my son especially because he won't wear nice button-down shirts and you know if we go somewhere like a nice dinner or whatever it's it's under armor and basketball shorts yeah. and and in the shoes oh my gosh the shoes like like the slides and his feet are dirty because he's been outside and this you know and I got over that a while ago because I know a lot of People do take pride in that, and that's their thing. It's just not my shtick. That's okay. And I'm okay with that, and I'm happy, and I love looking at all those pictures. But I just think, man, that would have been such a big fight for me. I mean, because I've been in that fight where I'm trying to get the kid to wear a button-down plaid shirt for a Christmas program. And and he's kicking and screaming and yelling, and it's awful. And It's like, is this really worth it? Here's what I'm prioritizing on. Do I get him to the Christmas program on time and in a good mood? And yeah, he might just have an Under Armour Fear Beast kind of t shirt on. But hey, he's singing his lines and he's smiling, and I got great
1: pictures. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. It's. But again, that's my that's how I, I know. It. Well, see, the
1: thing is, is like <laughs> I I want the picture. I want you know, the I Easter bonnet. That. I the want, little bow tie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I would want, kill to have to have yes. not going to happen. Yes, I want all of that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I we struggle to even get to see Santa. I mean, like, yeah. Can we just write him a letter? You know, and, <laughs> an email would even be better because yeah. I don't know I'm going to get a stamp. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think last year it was like. This past Christmas was, it was the Christmas Eve and I downloaded the Santa app because I don't think we had gone to see Santa yet. So I was like, here he is, bud. You know? Yes, yes. Yeah, he'll Yeah. we will call you right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell him what you want. You know, yeah, he'll make yeah. it in the workshop as quick as possible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I struggle to, to do all of that mm-hmm. and I want to. Yeah. I did it for my, my oldest first birthday. Oh yeah first child oh yeah yeah and it was (laughs) it was beautiful and it was pinterest worthy and it was wonderful and then the second one came around and it was his birthday and we didn't tell anybody we didn't have a birthday party and my husband had to run down to walmart and get a couple of cupcakes before dinner and we brought him back up (laughs) And put him at, and then we found the uh, uh the used candle, yeah, one. yes, and the yeah. used hat, <laughs> <laughs> and we have pictures of him eating a cupcake. Yeah, and that is but all was that was he done. Happy was he excited? Oh yeah, oh yes, he was. they were That's both. Yeah, yes. yeah, and I and think it's just we, hilarious.
0: That is that is where, and and I love to try and help people with this because I've been down that road, and 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 that is where we as parents. It, we're putting it on ourselves. No,
1: for sure. If
0: you think about what kids really want, like their minds and, and it's, it's simple. It's not anything, you know, we're the ones that put the big show on and the let's have the matching outfit and the perfect cake. And, you know, cause, and I did, I mean, with our first one, I remember her first birthday, it was, I made all of her, I, it was all family and, and friends and, you know, cause they don't have friends that by one. Um, so it was a big party. And I made all the cupcakes by hand. Iced them, decorated them, made this big, giant cupcake for her to tear into. And, you know, because I was going to be the mom of the year. I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm making the food. I'm making the drink. I mean, no, I'm not doing store-bought anything. Right. I'm going to do this. And it's going to look awesome. And, you know, Pinterest fails, but that's okay. And I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, my hands cramped for four days after that. i icing these <laughs> stupid cupcakes. And, and, you know, I mean, and she's won. So she's looking at this cake and thinking, "Yes, this looks good," but she does not realize the the manpower that went into making <laughs> that sucker. <You're> right, <laughs> and then and I did it again the next year because still we just had the one, and I made her a ladybug cake and I did the Wilton icing uh. with the little stars all over it, and it took me two days to ice that sucker. <laughs> Finally, wised up by birthday number three, be like, "Nope, we're store buying. Yeah. We're going to Walmart, and it's sheet cake time." Yeah, <laughs> and so. Because I realized after the second birthday, she really didn't care. Yeah. She just wanted cake with icing on it. And she wanted somebody singing happy birthday to her. And she wanted the family there. And yeah. that, you know, that. And she wanted to rip into the presents and that kind of thing. Like, in terms of the other stuff, I was putting that pressure on
1: me. Right. So, you know. And there's so, lots of people that love to do it. Oh, yeah. So they should Oh, do and it. if they do if that's their thing. I hate baking. Yeah. I hate
0: baking. I, I, I love to I, bake. I don't, you know, my daughter loves to bake, and I am so glad that she does, and I encourage that, and it's awesome. But I, I don't like to bake; it's just not my thing. Um, I, I get flustered on decorating. Well, yeah, you had and, you know. two,
1: you had two birthdays of, her yeah. You know, yeah. Wilson was my yeah. friend
0: for two years, and then I just threw it all out.
1: Yeah, no wonder you don't <laughs> like to bake anymore. Yeah, you have well, PTSD. I, I did. <laughs>
0: I mean, the DEI uh, cake syndrome, post-traumatic <laughs> cake baking syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> It was, yeah. So, but I think as parents, we, we do that. We put ourselves. And I think, you know, and just tying it all back into, into everything that we've talked about today is, you know, we put a lot of stress on ourselves mm-hmm. to try and live a certain way, look a certain way, be a certain way. And I, I really, as I'm getting right, you know, we're in our, we're in our forties. Like Mm -hmm. we're now we've hit the milestone and I really do feel like at this point in my life that it's, there are just bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry it took me that long to figure it out. So, I mean, maybe there is something about, about that millennial generation that's figuring it out quicker. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's hard. So I, I think we have to stop and take a deep breath and, and realize that, you know, we're not going to be perfect. We just take a day at a time and try and do the best that we can with what we have.
1: Yeah. And I think what we've, to tie it all together, you know, what we've talked about today is, is that there are a lot of things, as Samantha says, that are, you know, we're all individuals and so not everything can be important Mm -hmm. to us, right? Right. Like I, I, I'm not going to have the same desires as you do and, you know, focusing some time on breaking down what is really important to you Mm -hmm. and then what is critical in order for you to get there. So, uh, you know, from the beginning of what we talked about today is health, And you know, emotional and mental stability, I think for every person is going to be critical in order for them to meet their goals. Whether that is you know being an A performer in their job, or you know owning a house one day, or being able to you know bike and go and live long and and have a healthy lifestyle. Uh, I think that those are just things that. Even though they might seem overwhelming and exhausting, I think you're I think that, you know, they are kind of table stakes to yeah. having whatever life you want to have. Right. And then, you know, dissecting what is and isn't important. You know, once you have decided you're going to have a healthier lifestyle or try for that, you know, what are your whys? Are your whys, you know, more materialistic in comparisons? And that's most likely you need to take or I would need to take some time and dissect that a little further because that, again, is not going to make me happy. Right. And in the long term and nor is even, you know, parenting and all that kind of stuff that all still kind of is in that comparison mode, Mm -hmm. you know, really kind of dissecting and finding out what motivates you, um, for, for now and in the future. Yeah.
0: So I think like the food for thought is, is trying to decipher on, on what, what happiness is and then just what having joy is yeah you know joy is this long sustainable thing and it doesn't really fluctuate it doesn't go up and down happiness is it can be very fleeting it can be very instantaneous and then it's gone so i think you know is you can sit down to be to try and get all of that deciphered you can sit down And, you know, look at your life and look at what your priorities are, what your family is and decide, you know, what, what are some of the things that are going to keep us on the joy, Mm -hmm. you know, being healthy, being together, being a family or, or or whatever that may be entail, um, and then also, you know, try, you know, in the happiness, what does make happiness? And then how can you make that fit into what your lifestyle and your needs are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And and the joy is kind of like if you have a straight line, a horizontal line, it can go up and down, but it stays pretty close to the line. Yeah. Whereas happiness is something like, oh, you know, maybe you bought something and there was great. You, you felt happy in that, you know, but it will swing way back down because you realize that that's not necessarily something that's going to fulfill you. And joy, they have really linked to not possessions, not um, even activities necessarily. Joy is related to meaning. So what is your meaning? Mm -hmm. What is your purpose? What do you want to do? And I think the more you seek that out, the, uh, the better chance you have of joy.
0: I agree.
1: I agree. Well, I think that
0: was some pretty good um, conversation there, and uh, we just we thank you guys for listening in, and yeah. and hope that you get something out of it, and you might agree and disagree, or hope you know relate with some of it. Um, hopefully, laughed a little bit with us, um, as we laugh through life. I mean, it, it is life is a ever changing thing, and um, sometimes it can be hard to navigate. So you know, we have to help each other out in that sense. Absolutely.
1: So, and if you guys have any good parenting advice or comments or anything, I'm, I'm more than willing to listen. I oh could yeah. use all the help I can get. Exactly. Um, so I appreciate it. it. So,
0: all right. Well, you guys have an awesome day and we'll talk soon. Bye.